Allow me to welcome you back to Lifestyles of the Priest and the Famous. <laughs> Jonathan. Okay. So chapter 12. Now, when Jonathan saw that time served him, he chose certain men and sent them to Rome for to confirm renewed friendship that they had with them. Okay, so he's going back to Rome. Finally, we, we get to see Rome come back into this. What the heck? Why did it take so long? I mean, you were friends with Rome, so now you were... And you've been going between these other two people. Why does Rome even care about you at this point? He sent letters also to the Lacedaemonians and to other places for the same purpose. So they went into Rome and entered into the Senate and said, Jonathan, the high priest and the people of the Jews, sent us unto you. To the end, ye should renew the friendship which ye had with them and league as in the former time. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I mean, at this point in time, you didn't call on us to ask for any help. You just did whatever you wanted. Upon this, the Romans gave them letters unto the governors of every place that they should bring them into the land of Judea peaceably. And this is the copy of the letters which Jonathan wrote to the Lysidemonians. Jonathan, the high priest, the elders of the nation, and the priests and the other Jews, unto the Lysidemonians, their brethren, send greeting. There were letters sent in the times past unto Onias, the high priest from Darius, who reigned then among you to signify that you are our brethren, as the copy here underwritten doth signify. At which time Onias entreated the ambassador that was sent honorably and received the letters wherein declaration was made of the league and friendship. Therefore, we also, albeit we need none of these things, uh, that we have the holy books of scripture in our hands to comfort us. Wait, hold on. Therefore, we also, albeit we need none of these things, that we have the holy books. So you don't need the holy books? Or you don't need the friendship. Therefore, we also, that we have, I don't, okay, so you don't need the Bible? That, that, I hope I'm not reading this right. Because <laughs> that's just, <laughs> that's heresy. Have nevertheless attempted to send you unto you for the renewing of brotherhood and friendship, lest we should become strangers unto you altogether. For there is a long time past since it, ye sent unto us. We therefore at all times without ceasing, both in our feast and other conven uh, convenient days, covenant days, uh, do remember you in the sacrifices which we offer and in our prayers, as reason is and as it becometh us to think upon our brethren. And we are the right, and we are right glad of your honor. Okay, so listen, listen. They don't need to reach out to you if you're not even making an effort to reach out to them. Plus, they probably wanted to divorce themselves from all the craziness you've been doing. Whatever. You just don't get it. But okay, whatever. As for ourselves, we have had great troubles and wars on every side. For so much as the kings that are round about us have fought against us. Howbeit, we would not be troublesome unto you nor to others of our confederates and friends in these wars. For we have help from heaven that succoreth us, so as we are delivered from our enemies, and our enemies are brought underfoot. Mm. 
I'm glad that you're giving God credit for this one, but uh, really just seems like you guys are just fighting a, a human battle that God doesn't really seem to care about. For this cause, we chose Nemenius, the son of Antichius, and Antipater, the son of Jason, and sent them unto the Romans to renew the amity that we had with them and former league. We commanded them also to go to you and to salute and to deliver you our letters concerning the renewing of our brotherhood. Wherefore, now ye shall, uh, ye shall do well to give us an answer thereto. And this is the copy of the letters which Onarius sent. Arius, king of the Lysimedonians, to Aeneas, the high priest, greeting. It is found in writing that the Lysimedians, the Lysimedians, I'm never going to get that word right, and Jews are brethren, and that they are of the stock of Abraham. Now, therefore, since this has come to our knowledge, ye shall do well to write unto us of your prosperity. We do write back again to you that your cattle and goods are ours, and ours are yours. We do command, therefore, our ambassadors to make report unto you on this wise. Now, when Jonathan heard that Demetrius' princes were come to fight against him with a greater host than afore, he removed from Jerusalem and met them in the land of Mimaeus. So he gave them no respite to enter his country. So I guess we've kind of jumped from the letters to now we're just talking about what's going on while the letters are being talked about at the Senate. He, spent, he sent spies also into their tents who came again and told him that they were appointed to come upon them in the night season. Wherefore, so soon as the sun was down, Jonathan commanded his men to watch and, in, and to be in arms, that all the night long they might be ready to fight. Also, he sent four sentinels round about the host. But when the adver adversaries heard that Jonathan and his men were ready for battle, they feared and trembled in their hearts, and they kindled fires in their camp. Howbeit Jonathan and his company knew it not till the morning, for they saw the lights burning. Wait, hold on. You couldn't tell that the campfires were being kindled until they saw the lights burning in the morning? Uh, uh, huh. Then Jonathan pursued after them, but overtook them not, for they were gone over the river Eleutherius. Wherefore, Jonathan turned to the Arabians, who were called Zebedians, and smote them, and took their spoils. And removing thence, he came to Damascus, and so passed through all the country. Simon also went forth and passed through the country into Ascalon, and the holds there adjoining, coming or from whence he turned aside to Joppa and won it, for he had heard that they were to deliver, or they would deliver the hold unto them that took Demetrius's part. Wherefore he sent a garrison there to keep it. After this came Jonathan home again, and calling the elders of the people together, he consulted with them about the building strongholds in Judea, and making walls of Jerusalem higher, and raising a great mount between the tower and the city, for, the sep for to separate it from the city. 
so that it might be a loan that men might neither sell nor buy in it. Upon this, they came together to build up the city for as much as it was part of the wall together, the brook on the east side was fallen down and they repaired that which was called Capathenia, Cap Capnatha. Simon also set up Adida in Cephala and made it strong with gates and bars. Now, Tryphon went about to get the kingdom of Asia and to kill Antichius, the king, that he might set the crown upon his own head. Howbeit he was afraid that Jonathan would not suffer him and that he would fight against him. Wherefore he sought a way how to take Jonathan that he might kill him. So he removed and came to Basson. Okay, so basically what I'm getting here is Jonathan is a terrorist. It's like a terrorist organization that has like their own little government within stuff. I'm not sure that this is really looking good for you, Jonathan. I mean, can't really blame these guys for going after you. But mostly I... I just can't get around the fact that you're still not calling on God. I mean, you're not really. On occasion, you seem to, but you don't really. This is just not the same story that you get in the Bible. It's missing stuff. Ugh. Then Jonathan came out to meet him with 40,000 chosen for the battle and came to Basson. Now, when Trifon saw Jonathan came with so great a force, he durst not stretch his hand against them, but received him honorably and com commended him unto all of his friends and gave him gifts and commanded his men of war to be as obedient unto him as to himself. I see this great mighty guy and I see all these people behind him. Might not be the right day to go after him. Yeah, it seems like a really bad plan. Okay, so I'm just going to give you and give you stuff and lavish you. And maybe you won't hurt me. And I can live to fight another day. Unto Jonathan also, he said, Why hast you brought all this people so, to so great trouble, seeing there is no war between us? Therefore, send them now home again, and choose a few men to wait on you. And come you with me to Ptolemus, for I will give it to you and the rest of the strongholds and forces and all that have any charge. As for me, I will return and depart, for this is the cause of my coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't fall for it, Jonathan. Don't fall for it. So Jonathan, believing him, ah, oh, he believed him. What a mistake. <laughs> Jonathan, believing him, did as he bade and sent away his host, who went unto the land of Judea. And with himself he retained but threescore men. Well, I mean, okay, so he has, he has a few. Of whom he sent 2,000 into Galilee, and 1,000 went with him. Okay, that's a lot of people. Now as soon as Jonathan entered into Ptolemos, they of Ptolemos shut the gates and took him. Yeah, like I didn't see that coming. Like, you shouldn't have seen that one coming. Come on. You've been fighting all these wars. Have you really lost your mind? You didn't think this was coming? And all of them that came with him, they slew with the sword. Then sent Trifon. Yeah, you know, actually, that's really smart. 
I'm gonna slay all of these guys because he handpicked them. Hey, we're just gonna take a thousand. And he picked these guys, so they must be the elite, right? So the other guys aren't that great. Then sent Trifon a host of footmen and horsemen into Galilee and into the Great Plain to destroy all of Jonathan's company. Divide and conquer. Smart plan! The other 2,000 can't be nearly as good as the 1,000, right? But when they knew that Jonathan and they that were with him were taken slain, they encouraged one another and went close together, prepared to fight. You know what? Good moral. The morale. That's actually... So, you guys got them angry because you killed off their guy, their leader, and instead of running away, they're like, oh, heck no. No, 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 no. You don't just get away with that. We're going to fight back. See, this is, the, this is the mark of a good army. You make it so that even when the top guy goes down, somebody will come up in their place and they will still continue on. See, this is, this, is, this is why values in an army are important still. Still not feeling this is a Bible battle, though. So, they therefore, that followed them, perceiving that they were ready to fight for their lives, turned back again. Oh, hey, ha, they got wised up. Whereupon they all came to the land of Judea peacefully. And they bewailed Jonathan and them that were with him. And they were sore afraid. Wherefore, all Israel made great lamentation. Then all the heathen that were round about them sought to destroy them. For they said, they have no captain, nor any to help them. Now, therefore, let us make war upon them and take away their memorial from among men. You know what? This should have been your point where you're like, okay, obviously... Now, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so first, in the beginning of this chapter, they boast to Rome that God has helped them, help them do all this stuff. It even sounds like they said they don't need the book, which, which that, I wonder if I read that right, but still. They said they don't need the book. Gosh, I hope I'm not reading that one right. So they don't, so anyways, so they're like, okay, God has helped us, God has helped us, and then destroyed towards the end. Friggin' Jonathan's taken out for whatever reason. By the end of this, they're going to be completely under some sort of rule. That, that's just, it's got to be it. Like, this just has to be their, their, the story of how they eventually ended up under the foot of captivity with Rome. Which, you know, you can call it captivity, but they let they ended up under Rome. By the end of this, that's got to be it. This is this is such a crazy story. Netflix. I said it earlier. I said it like last time. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. If you guys are listening, you should pick up this story and do something with it. I totally watch the show. Well, maybe not others, but I totally watch the show. Somebody should write should write the whole play script. It'd be like seasons long. There's 15 chapters here. I'm sure you can turn it into multiple seasons and run with it. And, and we'll just see what happens. <laughs> Golly, what a fiasco.